Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. Where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. Always just whole essences to bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Here we are again, another Super Saturday on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where Real Talk happens every, every Saturday at 10 a.m. We are trying to bring you passion, purpose over your favorite morning beverage. And today, folks, I am drinking mine, which is Carmel Macchiato. Yes, I'm on my second cup. And and, and today I, I had to have two cups because the conversation that we're bringing to you today is something that's very dear to my heart. It is a role that I have been walking in. Uh, sometimes the, the walks are, are, are basically struggles. Uh, I, I do see success along the way, but it is challenging to walk in the role of entrepreneurship, and we're going to be tapping on that this morning. Uh, so also, uh, I cannot do this and have this conversation without my, my right-hand man. So let me bring it to you to, to the cafe, my right-hand man, Brandon B. Good morning, B. How are you? Good morning, Soy. I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I am very excited about this uh, conversation, as you know, because I just started a business myself. So getting the pointers and the tips and tricks on how to do it from a pro is is going to be really, really good and exciting. So, um, how was your week? What what went on? So I had a very challenging week. Um, it, it was busy. I think I'm just now bouncing back from the holiday week. Um, I just could not get myself together. I think it's time for me to have have vacation. You know, I, I generally need to do that every other month. I, I need a getaway. It's almost like um, having a computer where you need to reboot, you need to reset. You know, sometimes things are not going right, files don't open, things don't move like they need to. you got to just shut it down and, and turn it back on, and it's it's about time for me to shut it down before I break down. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, listen, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. We should um, yeah. we should all be that. Are you going out of the country this time? Uh, I I do have some international travel coming. You know, I just sent my uh, my passport was was set to expire. Um, my passport was set to expire in July, so I just had to. 
um, get a new one, and it came back. And so I'm excited about that. So now I am um, looking for flights, looking for bills. So if you can hook a sister up, hit, hit me up on Facebook, email me. I'm always looking to, um, you know, take a weekend, get a weekend away. It's good for you. It's good for the soul. You know, it's good. All good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and speaking of what's good for the soul, I want you to speak to entrepreneurs this morning because that is the hardest job. That is the hardest job on the land is to be an entrepreneur. And while it could be the most fulfilling, it, it is definitely the hardest because, one, you're, you're always working. You know, you're always working. You're, you're always challenged um, because for most entrepreneurs, we are, and I say we because I, I walk in this road as well, you have your nine-to-five day, day job that you do, something that kind of brings in the checks, pays the bills, keep a roof over your head, food on the table, provide for your family. You have that. But then you have this passion or this talent or this gift that keeps you awake at night, that's burning in your soul, and you are trying to uh, walk in the path to first identify it, develop it, and then make it so that you can you can live off of it. And in those walks, it's challenging. But, you know, I came across a guy who was an entrepreneur, speaker, author. He had some concepts of how to do this, and he's been doing this. So we want to pick his brain as we welcome him to the cafe this morning. His name is Damon Naylor. Good morning, Damon. How are you? Good morning, Saul and Brandon, and we're great to all of the listeners. Good morning to you, and we're just glad to be here. Very good, very good. Good morning. We're we're, we're glad to have you, a, a man of many talents. So, so Damon, you know, we we uh, I hope you're ready. I hope you've had your morning beverage, whatever that is, uh, Monster. Uh, you know, because you might need to drink to, to deal with what Brandon and I. Because we we are hungry for information. We we are hungry. Yeah, we're hungry for inspiration and information. So, um, it's game on, game on. All right, all right, all right. We're ready. We're ready. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So. So be, before we uh, start kicking your butt, Damon, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about who you are. Let's let the audience know um, um, just quickly who you are and 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 where you live. Where are you on on, on okay. the planet? Well, we'll start off with the beginning. I'm originally from New Orleans, and now I live in a place called Monroe, Louisiana, which is at the northern half of the state. And I've been up here for about 24 years. I came to attend college, and I ended up obtaining my degree, a Bachelor of Arts degree in education. I served as an educator for seven years, and after that I transitioned into everything I'm doing now, the entrepreneurship, being a business owner and the entrepreneur. But, uh, you know, that's basically my story as far as my, my professional side, and I'm a, like you said, I'm a speaker, music producer, author, and business owner on a janitorial business. But on a personal side, I'm a father of four and a husband, devoted husband. Um, I'll be married uh, 20 years at the end of this year, so we're happy about all of those things, the personal and professional side and spiritual side. Thank God for all that he's done and all that he's doing, but that's a little bit about me little bit about me. Okay. okay. Wow. You know, l- listen, so with with you being a um 
I wasn't going this route, but you know that, that's what real talk do. It just you know you just have real talk. But I, I, I hear you say that you have been married for twenty years, and and kudos to you for, for hanging in there with that. But but as long as you've been married, you seem like you have been walking in your entrepreneurship path as well. How how does your family? Um, how did you get your family to buy into that? Because because uh, I hear a lot of entrepreneurs can't find someone. Or it's hard to find someone to support, you know, that that walk, especially if you're used to traditional working style. So how how does your family um, support you? How did you get your wife to buy into that and, and to be a part of this journey with you? I think for me, the the greatest aspect of it is I got the right one. <laughs> I would say that is the number one factor because. I think about the other possibilities and potentials and other people, and I was like, well, they would have walked by now. But I think that was the key and is the key that, you know, this it was literally the match made in heaven. God gave her to me, brought her to me, and she stuck by my side. And then my family as well, you know, because like you were mentioning earlier, Entrepreneurship is very challenging. It's very unpredictable. But thank God for me just knowing within my heart and being divinely inspired to do all of the things that I'm doing and just seeing what can happen once you step out on faith and you walk in faith. And with the results coming, uh, I think it helps people to support you and to stick with you. Now, if you're constantly doing stuff and there's just no results and, you know, everything is just, going in the wrong direction, then, of course, you lose support. But at the same time, you know, as long as things are are, are happening, we're able to to take care of the bills, take care of them. And like I said, we've struggled. We've gone through some things, and thank God for bringing us through them all. But at the same time, you know, she knows my heartbeat. She loves me. She respects what I'm doing. And and she knows that it's, it's, it's divinely inspired and divinely ordained. So she's on the page with me. She supports me. You know, but I know just with anybody, as if, as you walk in a, a path and really say you have a, you, you, you envision a great destiny, eventually, you know, a lot of people are going to fall off anyway. And, of course, you know, you have times where the, the support not be, might not be as strong. But the fact that, you know, they're the family, they stick by you and they hang in there with you, and it's a team factor. You know, I make them a part of it as much as I can, it's as much as they desire to. Because sometimes, depending on your situation, you may have a spouse or even your family might not just want to get involved. But if you can incorporate them in some kind of way, they'll help you mm-hmm. and they'll love it because they're being a part. I'll give you a prime example this morning. Uh, I had an issue with my phone. And so I had my children to set the alarm on their tablets. And then my wife, she even set an alarm on her phone. I forgot and think she remembered, but I had told her about the interview and stuff. So just stuff like that. And they're all excited, like, Daddy, it's, it's 830. Daddy, you know, get the phone or the, the alarm go off. And so just to incorporate them in little ways, they feel a part of it. And, of course, when I do speaking engagements, a lot of times I use different manipulatives mm-hmm, and different mm-hmm. resources. And I get them to help me, so you know that that really helps incorporate okay. them. Okay. Now, what about so, what about when it comes to um, what about when it comes to managing um, managing multiple tasks? How do you how do you how do you deal with that in terms of time when I mean, you got four and five things going on? So it could feel like you you're chasing rabbits all over the place. So how do you how do you manage the time from one project? 
to the other? What 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 seems to work for you? Okay. Well, there's several keys. The first is, of course, organization and prioritization, just putting things in that order. But as I always tell people, I just consider myself a part-time, everything that I do as far as business, and then full-time as far as being a husband and father. But when you look at it, you know, just whatever projects you have, just organizing it and putting it in the proper priority. And so as you focus on one, you know, get that accomplished, then move on to the next. But as you stated, sometimes I do have different irons in the fire, but the key is just which one am I the most passionate about, which one I guess may have the greatest time restraint, and, you know, it just is close and, and the, the deadline is, is very close and all the rest. And then I just immerse myself into that and complete it. But the key is just organizing and prioritizing. If, if you can do that, then you can accomplish a lot of things, you know. And in different seasons, you just have to devote yourself and immerse yourself into one concept. And once you fulfill it, go on to the next. Because what I see, like you said, a lot of people just chase a whole bunch of things but never accomplish anything. But you want to have the track record of having some accomplishments. And so when you accomplish the one thing, then you put it down and you go on to the next. But that's what I basically do. Whatever the the, the, the concept or the, the product or endeavor that's at hand and I feel is pressing and that I'm most passionate and have the momentum for, that's what I pursue until I finish it and then I move on to the next. I hear you on that one. And so with with that being said, let me ask you this. When when you okay, so when you budget your time like that, what what's your yeah. method? So do you have like a system to actually budget your time? So is there something that you always do? Like let's just say the one, two or three things that you absolutely always do when you need to budget your time. What exactly do you do? And kind of tell the listeners how to do that. Okay. Well, I know each day, basically, I have a schedule. It's, it, it is, it has some flexibility, but, you know, one, first and foremost, I do prayer meditation. You know, I do at least 30 minutes an hour, even more, depending on my time for that day. I make sure to incorporate that. Then I have my work schedule, whereas I have to go and do some janitorial work each day. But then in the, um, the rest of the day, you know, I even incorporate going to the gym for like an hour or so each day. And so, like I say, it goes back to kind of just organizing your schedule, sitting down, mapping things out. You know, look at your day, look at your week, look at your month. And then I also, like with my computer, I have my calendar on there as well. I set a bunch of reminders, notifications, like a day or so in advance. So I know, okay, you know, I have this tomorrow. I have a talk show here. I have to go do something with my child here. I have to do something with my wife here. And so it's just all about organizing, putting the whole picture up, but then also having the specifics, whereas each day you have a good routine. And, you know, like I say, you look at that day, but just don't look at that day. Look at the week, then look at the whole month. And like I'm saying, set you some reminders so that you won't get confused and you won't forget about things. But uh, that's what I do. Like I said, I have my routine. And it's funny because each day is kind of different, especially as far as my, my janitorial, the, um, the days I work. And so I have to know what each day is because on Monday I do certain places, Tuesday I don't, then Wednesday I do, Thursday is just a different uh, place that I go. And so I have to make sure that I'm organized. I know what each day is because it, it, it's important. It's vital to my business. But like I said, just Arranging your schedule, knowing what you're doing, knowing how much time you have, 
and just organizing and basically sticking to it. You know, you make the adjustments where you can, but just having mm-hmm. a, a good structure is really good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, they, you know, I get teased all the time at, at my regular nine to five because, like, I have this planner and everything. Like, the planner is like so detailed. I write my goals in there, I write everything in there, certain things, and it's just like I have to carry a, a like like a like a computer bag just to have that and my laptop in it. So I definitely understand that, but it works, and so I'm glad yeah. that you know you mentioned that because it definitely definitely works. Um, but now, like, let's 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 kind of get into the to the meat of it. Okay. When so in starting a, a business and becoming an entrepreneur, uh, the road to entrepreneurship everybody knows is an incredibly difficult one. So there's some incident instances where we're self-employed, okay, yes. and which is yeah. great. That means that you have your own business. You know, you may work a nine to five. You're self-employed, uh, but the road to entrepreneurship, which is having a business, letting it work for itself, doing it. How do you start that role? Like, what do you do to say, you know what, I have X amount of dollars, I'm going to invest in this particular business, I'm going to get a system going, and then I'm going to be an entrepreneur to where I don't have to work unless I want to. What's the best way to start okay. and not have the to fight the water? You know, what's the best yeah, way yeah. to start? Good question. The best way to start and the best thing to do is to get involved with something that you know the ins and outs of. And what you do, you go through it first. Typically, try to start somewhere, you know, initially, maybe you and a partner, and I'm giving you a prime example of my experience with the janitorial. What we did, my partner and I, when we first started, it it was just he and I doing it. And so what we did, we had like, I think, eight sites at the time. So we had to organize that. We had to break it down. He had four, I had four. And then we would flip-flop each week because of the site and to kind of keep it fair. But then what we did, so with us going through first, we knew the whole system. And so we knew how much time it took. We knew what was expected. And what we did from that was create the, the requirements, the task, and all of those things for the employees. And so now, once you go through, you are trained so you can now train your employees and let them know exactly what to do. Why? Because you've created a system and you've done it. You know what works. You know what doesn't work. And that's what you do. You go try, like I said, whatever it is, you try first, you know, learn the ins and outs of it. Know exactly what you're doing. Know what works, know know what doesn't work. And then you impart that to the people. And then once you impart that to the people, you basically manage them and you go check on the sites and you see how they're doing and you, you check with the, the people who own the sites. Uh, you know, it, it, it depends mm-hmm. on what type of business you have. But the key is just monitoring them after you train them. But the, uh, initially, it's all about proper training as well, you know. And then when you see them not doing things they should or, you know, just correcting them, doing it in love, but let them know, hey, you know, remember I showed you how to do it this way, you can do it this way. Um, so it, it, it'll be effective and it, it works. And um, I, I think that's the key there, you know, knowing what you're doing, doing it, and then being able to teach people properly what to do, and then just kind of managing, managing, managing them, managing them, and monitoring what they do, and making sure they're doing it the way that it's supposed to be done. I love that. I love it. Mm-hmm. You like that? So, yeah. yeah. I, I, no, I don't like it. I love that. Soy, let, let, what, so soy. I know that you, you, so you have your own business. I have my own business. Damon obviously has his own business. 
So what do you think about the what he's saying? He's saying create a system, train your people, okay? So your system is tried and true. You're going to train your people now, and then all you have to do, the first step to entrepreneurship, after you've made a system, trained your people, now you can step back and manage those people. I can kind of see where he's going with this. Take the most promising individual and make that person the manager. But what do you think about that? I think, you know, I think that I think it has a lot of, um, it, it weighs a lot because, Here's what I've heard before in the past. I've heard that most businesses that fail in the first year is because mm-hmm. the owner of the business gets stuck in the day-to-day runnings of the business that he can't manage the business. And, exactly. and because of that, mm-hmm. it, 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 it becomes unsuccessful. And so when you have to do invoices and communicate with people and, 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 and me, my follow-up is terrible. I have to really work hard at following up because I have so many. I have to get a team to work with me to ensure that, okay, I respond to emails, um, I contact people, and then I'm sure that you can honestly say that your communication with being a guest on the show um, was was pretty up to par because we we work really hard at connecting with people from um, the contact to a pre-show interview to um, follow-up calls and stuff like that. But I could not do this alone. If it if yeah. you brought it on me slowly, it probably would be unsuccessful. This may not even be happening. But the, the, yeah, I, I think that 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 is true. You do you do need you need to get a team. But in getting a team, that that's challenging too because you want to get the right people. You know, so that yeah. could be a challenge. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so you guys are thorough. thorough. So yeah, and I and I and I, I this let me just let me just tell you this that thorough part the the back end part that the listeners don't know anything about that's all soy. Let me tell you, soy and and the rest of the team, because she is meticulous in in her um, introductions. She's very um, outgoing. She makes people feel welcome and warm. But yeah. let me just say this much: when and I have a statistic, so it says that. Ninety-eight. This is a big number. Ninety-eight percent of business loss is due to waste and theft. So mm-hmm. for you in the janitorial business, ninety-eight percent. Yeah. So yeah. you in the janitorial business, this is somebody using too much of the uh, cleaning solution. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the in the clothing industry, like where I'm at, it would be waste yeah. of the material or or, or garments or yeah. you know a particular thread. Uh, okay. Or in the restaurant industry or the food industry, it'll be <clears throat> obviously stealing, overpouring, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, with with that being said, that's just a, a quick tip to let everybody identify with how their losses come up. Because we said that in the first year the business will fail, but that's just to identify how losses come up. Now you have something called the G three journey. Tell, tell me yeah. about the G3 journey. What, what is the G3 journey? Well, the, the G3 journey is what I call an instructional coaching program. And what it does, it provides information about identifying what I call the dominant gift. And it also gives pointers and just profound information concerning fulfilling your awesome destiny. And my mantra is that all men and women are created with a skill and a mission to fulfill. And the key to life is finding that innate 
primary skill that you were created with to use in this realm and in this life. And what I find is that most people throughout their lives sometimes never find this gold nugget, this gem that is a talent and is just a treasure within them. And what we do with the program, there are three modules. The first one is discovery. Then the second one is matchmaking. And the third one is development. And we take them on a journey, teaching them how to identify and find that gift, that area of giftedness, that area of expertise. And then we take you through the development of it, the developmental process, because there are different ways to develop the gift. And also it gives pointers in fulfilling your destiny. But what will happen, anybody who would partake of it will purchase the program, when you're finished, you will know the area that you work the greatest in, your area of expertise. And just to give your listeners just a little tidbit, I normally ask people four questions. And one of the questions is, you know, what do you do well? And that would be categorized as your skill. You know, you have to be objective Mm -hmm. and brutally honest about what do you do well and then the second question is, what do you like doing or what do you love and enjoy doing? That's passion. And I say, you know, we put skill first because some people do what they're passionate about but are unskilled at doing. And I always get an example <laughs> of American Idol. The people, they love to sing, but do they have a the talent? Do they have that raw potential and that <laughs> proclivity within them? And you, a lot of times like, no. And so you put the skill first, then the passion. And then a third one is based on your effectiveness. You know, what do you do that others find enjoyable and they like it? And that's since now you're seeing results. People are telling you, hey, girl, or hey, guy, you do that well. I love when you do that. When is your next project coming out? When is your next product coming out? And so that's effectiveness. What do you do that, you know, helps and benefits others? And then last but not least, what do you do that if you didn't get paid anything you would receive? full satisfaction, and that's fulfillment. And so if you can find one thing, one area that uh, identifies the one gift, one thing that you do that goes in all those places, each question it must be able to fit in that category, then no doubt you found your dominant gift. When I analyzed my life, that's what I found. And my area Mm. would be communication or my mouth gift. And what I do in the program, there are six regions or six places, six body parts, that you have that is it, it comprises every gift known to mankind. And so I go through that, and you will see it once you read in the pro. You'll be like, oh, man, this is so powerful because this is so true and accurate. And once you read it, I also give, like, uh, professions and careers that will complement the area of giftedness. And like you I know said, what? it's very mm-hmm. good. Sure, sure. I like that. I like that, Damon. So, so real quick, let me know where, what's your website? How can people reach out to you to start the process? How can people reach out to you to start the journey? What's the website, really quick, or your phone number? Something. Give, give, give our listeners something. Okay, thereal.org. D-A-R-I-L dot O-R-G. You go there, and it has all of my comprehensive information, and it has links to all of the other sites as well. Where my, I have a site with my coaching and classes, and also aside with the overview of the program I just mentioned, and all my um, okay. social media, but thereal.org, D-A-R-I-L.org. Thereal.org. Okay, thereal.org. So that right there is really important. So everybody, thereal.org, check him out. He will get you straight. Let's get these businesses started. Let's get this banking started. Let's get our money making making sense, and, and let's do this. Let's get it done. Uh, that's just the bottom line. So Soy has 
uh, our amazing, amazing future planned out for us. Soy, give me what you got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, folks, now listen. You, you've you heard from Daryl. You've heard his plan. Uh, if you want more information about him, you, you have his website information. But stay connected with us as well. Visit our website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com. You know, we've got a lot of great things going on. We're trying to make moves in the city of Atlanta and, and inspire other people to be a part of the show, to bring their talent uh, to the show. We love to host your events. We love to share your um, products and services here on the show. So stay connected with us as we do that through this platform. Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy, and I love that you're always a part of it. Each and every Saturday, we're here. You can count on us. So grab your favorite morning beverage and log in, sign in, call in, 347-855-8743. It's always the number. It'll get you directly to us. Now, if you find that you got a service or you want to be a part of the show, call us at 515-I-GOT-SOY. And that's 515-I-GOT-SOY. That's the office number. And also visit us on the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com. Don't forget to look for us on those social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. And most importantly, download the app from your app store so you can stay connected. We had a great time, Brandon, didn't we? Awesome, awesome. We sure did. Mm. Yeah. I'll holler. All right. Well, we'll see you guys right here next week on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.